And I agree with a lot of these guys for what we know in agriculture does not even cover a thimble compared to what we're going to know in the next 10, 20, 50 years. Global shortages are causing farm input costs to skyrocket. A better way to farm shows you how to take control of inputs and maximize profits so you can farm the way you want. Now, from America's heartland, here's your host. Hello, this is Rod at A Better Way to Farm, and we want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the podcast. We appreciate it very much. You know, our goal here at A Better Way to Farm, help you improve your yields and increase your profits. Guys, today is an unprompted, unscripted podcast. I, over the last two weeks, have had the opportunity to travel over 4,000 miles. I've met with 30 or 40 growers, and it's been a wonderful experience. I've also had a little bit of time to think. I've had the pleasure of getting to use an audio book format and listen to the entire book of Proverbs and a good chunk of Ecclesiastes, and I'm going to couple that in with some of the other podcasts that I have been listening to. It's an interesting world that we live in, a truly interesting world. And guys, this is an exciting time to be alive because there is so much new information coming out, new things being learned. And I agree with a lot of these guys for what we know in agriculture does not even cover a thimble compared to what we're going to know in the next 10, 20, 50 years. There are amazing things going to come out, new things that we're going to learn that are going to make us so much better at what we do. I do want to talk to you today about some of the things that I'm hearing and some of them I'm seeing. And if you'll go into the book of Proverbs, and I encourage you to read that. I have friends who subscribe to the theory that they read one chapter out of Proverbs every day because it matches up pretty much with the month. So you can get one a day and just think about it. But so often in there, there are many recurring themes. There are many recurring themes in regards to personal relationships. There are many recurring themes in parent-child relationships and how those are influential towards one another and how much pain and agony or delight they can bring. And there's also a lot of talk in there about people who talk too much. There's a lot of talk about people in there who maybe bear some watching and hanging out with those people. Let's just say it's warned against doing that. It warns us against doing that. And I look at a lot of the things you guys know that I believe that farm magazines are possibly one of the most dangerous things on the planet to farmers. And my reason for that is simple. Number one, it's 20 pages of articles with 75 pages of ads, and we're paying money a lot of times to get it. And then we turn back around, and in those 20 pages of news articles, and I made air quotations there, probably a half to two-thirds of those are actually sponsored. They're not news. They're not something that some reporter went out and dug and wrote an article about to see, to learn something new. Sponsored articles written by a company talking to you about a problem that they have an answer for. And that's okay. I mean, we have problems we want answers, but it makes me very nervous. Uh, For instance, you know, for 25 years, we would talk here at A Better Way to Farm about how SCN was the number one yield robber of soybean yield in the United States. And basically, you know, the seed companies would say, well, we got a resistant variety, blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of the only thing. And then all of a sudden, I saw SCN blow up on a whole bunch of farm magazines. 
And guess what? Somebody had come up with a product that they could sell you that would fix SCN. So then all of a sudden, it's news. It was completely ignored previous to that. But then all of a sudden, it became news, and we felt the need to make sure that we talked about this a lot. Why? So we could get you, the American farmer, to give us your money. And guys, make no mistake, I was talking to Travis today from up in South Dakota, and I actually opened the line with, hello, Travis, this is Rod. Our friendship is not based on how much you buy. And he kind of chuckled because they'd had a year when they didn't get to plant much, so they didn't buy anything. And that doesn't change anything. Our purpose at A Better Way to Farm is to make your life better. That's the whole goal. I met with a good friend of mine out in Kansas, and I come to realize how important the things that we do that maybe aren't agronomy related are on this trip. And it was a real eye opener. And so there's a lot of reasons that we do what we do. But the purpose of us bringing you information is not because we just go out and find a problem that we want to bring out. And all of a sudden, now we have a new way to, to come up with a solution. And so now we talk about it. We've done the same thing for 30 years. Guys, fundamentals win games and fundamentals help you. And I am concerned because I am seeing so many things come out here. And, you know, we got podcasts, we've got news articles, we've got videos being shown and they're talking about basically railing on soil testing, talking about going to do something different. And they want to look at the microbiology in the soil. And guys, we've been talking about this for 25 years. So let me dive into some of the things that I think are fundamentals that we need to take care of before we start chasing bugs in a jug to take care of things. Guys, if you will get into our 12 days of nutrients that we recently released on TikTok as a summer edition, but they're going up on YouTube right now one by one, uh, you can go into A Better Way to Farm on Facebook and you can find them there. And we have dealt and dug into these for years. And every year we redo it. Why do we not rerun the same series? Why do we go to the work to completely forget what we said last year and start over? Because we learn the most. It's kind of like teaching Sunday school. You learn something when you go to Sunday school class. But if you're teaching the Sunday school class, you learn a lot. Well, on this deal with the 12 days of nutrients, we have taken upon ourselves to try to learn as much as we can and bring that information in. And this past year was no different. It was just amazing for me to see all the things that I could learn. I've been doing this for a long time. And every year we get more books and we read more books and more books and we read new data and we read new studies that have been done and we just keep coming up with things. And I say all of that to preface this, guys, Bugs in a jug can be okay, but know this, when we go out here and I get people and they go, well, we're putting on 53 different kinds of soil bacteria and blah, blah, blah. Guys, sometimes those bacteria are like a bunch of teenagers. They just get into a big fight. And they got to do nothing but fight until they figure out who's dominant. And so therefore, we're not actually getting any benefits. Sometimes one bug does more than 53 bugs. and We've seen that multiple times. But let's talk about how we're going to improve the bugs in the dirt. Let's talk about some of the things here. And I'm hearing more and more people talk about, it's funny because the same people that 10 years ago were railing on us and saying, oh, you don't need sulfur, you don't need boron, you don't need micronutrients. And now all of a sudden they're talking about how important it is to balance your soil. 
And I think if we're just out and we're going to say, I'm going to balance my soil this year, that's going to be very expensive, and I'm not sure it's going to be very effective. The fact of the matter is, life is simple. Figure out how it works and get on the right side of it. And that's the message. I know today I'm a little wound, but guys, that's the message that we've been trying to bring forever. And how is it that things work? Well, everything matters. There is nothing that we do that is insignificant. Nothing that we do is insignificant. And we have talked about the importance of looking at the total package. Guys, we have talked and talked about the fact that all of the different micros interact with the macros and the secondaries. We have talked for 20 years about the importance of sulfur and how sulfur can influence things like high mag levels or high calcium levels. And I'm not out here trying to say, okay, go buy sulfur. That's the answer. That's not the answer. The answer is, is to do what the soil test that we run calls for. Why? Because that's how we're going to get that microbiology to work. Now, simultaneously, guys, you've heard me say this before, and you're probably going to hear me say it about 3,000 times in the future. We have got to stop doing the things that have created the problems for us. And guys, I want to be brutally honest here, and I know there'll be people that disagree, but potassium chloride is creating problems. And we're starting to see some people in the industry say that. These guys are talking about how many hundreds of pounds of potassium there are. And I'm talking about multiple thousands of pounds of potassium in the plow layer. We're talking about how many hundreds of thousands of pounds of potassium are in the top 12 feet of the soil. Please go back and listen to the podcast with Dr. Richard Mulvaney that's specifically about the potassium paradox. I'm not going to rerun all of that today, but suffice it to say this, the fact of the matter is, and it's been proven through testing, the more potassium chloride we put on, the less available potassium we have. Now, I know that runs counter to everything that the industry teaches you, but I'm trying to figure out how to get you to farm and make money. If you feel you must apply potassium, potassium sulfate is a much better idea. And the fact is this, Dr. Mulvaney will tell you that putting on no potassium chloride will result in increased potassium in your plants. Short version why? Because when we apply potassium chloride, we shove the soil colloids or the clay platelets closer together. And when we pack those down, then those hair roots and the way we get nutrients is the plant grows down, it grows a root, the hair root grows in between the layers in the soil, in between the clay particles, and it exudes an acid and that extracts the nutrient, it brings it back. So the tighter that is packed, the less effective we are at getting those nutrients back into that plant. And so we've got to make sure we're doing the things that help us. Guys, I heard someone talking today about the importance of mycorrhiza fungi, and they are. There is a symbiotic relationship between phosphorus and mycorrhiza and the corn root. The mycorrhiza are what make phosphorus become available to that root. But guess what? Here's something that very few people want to talk about, and I'll total honesty, complete disclosure. I did not know this until December of 22. There is a relationship between boron levels and mycorrhiza. The fact of the matter is where we have insufficient boron, mycorrhiza do not flourish. 
And so what happens? Because we have inadequate boron levels, we end up with less than desirable uptake of the phosphorus that's already there in the soil. There are all kinds of products coming out, going to make this more available, make that more available. You're going to spend 10 bucks to get this nutrient to uptake, and you're going to spend $12 to get that nutrient to uptake. And the fact of the matter is, the first thing we need to do is do the fundamentals. Before we start spending $10 for a product to get one nutrient, why don't we do the fundamentals that will increase our yield? Because, guys, inadequate boron costs us yield. It costs us nitrogen utilization. So proper boron is going to do what? Cut your nitrogen rate. Proper boron is going to make your phosphorus more available. Proper boron is going to make you have more pollen. Proper boron is going to make you have more silt. Proper boron is going to get better pollination. Guys, there's a whole bunch of things here. But every nutrient works with others. There's a relationship between zinc and phosphorus. All of these things matter. And there's a certain group of people out here who are still arguing and they're saying, hey, I'm doing pretty good. I'm just going to do N, P, and K and I'm going to put more on and more on and more on. If you're happy with that, God bless you. I'm not here to have an argument. I'm not. And sometimes people get all hung up and they want to argue. I don't want to do that. But if you're looking for a better way, if you're saying, how can I do this better? How can I be more efficient with this outrageously priced dry broadcast program that I've been doing? then perhaps you should consider saying, hmm, maybe that's true. Maybe we haven't put on any zinc ever or manganese ever or boron ever or sulfur ever. And maybe we ought to be testing for those. And then the next thing becomes, let's make sure we're putting them on in the right form. Guys, I do believe in the four R's. I believe adamantly in the four R's. I believe in the right place, the right product, the right time, the right source. The problem is the industry looks at the right time as what's convenient for them to get you to apply it because it works better this time of year than that time of year. And they look at the right product as the one that they have that they want to sell you. And they look at the right placement as is based in these are the applicators that we have and therefore this would be the way you should place that. And we should look at the right source saying, hmm, here's some byproducts that are cheap So this is the source of the product that we should make the product with to make this work for you. Guys, that's not working. The fact is, it's great to talk about it, but it's another thing to enact it. I saw a deal the other day and somebody was talking and they said, well, maybe I ought to put a fish on my business cards so everybody would know I'm a Christian. The guy was talking to, he said, why don't you leave the fish off and see if they can figure it out? And that's kind of where we're at. You know, if we got to tell them we're a Christian, we've probably got a problem. If we have to tell them that we're doing the four R's, maybe we've got a problem. It's one thing to say it. It's another to embrace it and do it and act on it. And guys, again, I, I, I guess I don't apologize for being wound up because I believe that there's a middle of the road here. Like everything else, the pendulum swings way too far to the left and then it swings too far to the right. For a short period of time, it's kind of in the center. We've almost given up on the center in the United States on everything. But there is a place in the center. And I'm not saying that there isn't coming a time when bugs in a jug are going to be fantastic. But I think it's going to come after we do the fundamentals. I think it's going to come after we soil test and we check for all of the micros, all of the secondaries, and all of the macros and say, okay, here's how we're going to do this better. And then we're going to do some studying and some looking and saying, hey, maybe even though it's projecting this much nitrogen, 
Here's how we're going to figure out how to get by. Instead of using one pound of N per bushel, here's how we're going to get it down to 0.7. And then here's our plan and how we're going to get it down to 0.5. And that's where we're going to make a lot of extra money. Maybe instead of saying we got to put on a boatload of 1846-0, we can take a look at the other nutrients that would help the phosphorus that we have more readily go into the plant and become available, something as simple as adequate boron. And so as we go about this, we need to be looking at those things. Maybe it's to say, hey, actually in my soil, there are multiple thousands of pounds in the plow layer, and there are hundreds of thousands of pounds in the top 12 feet. Let's go figure out how it is we're going to access that potassium, and what are we going to do to make it become more available, and how are we going to translocate the potassium that's six foot deep and get it back recycled into the top six inches, because that's figuring out how things work and getting on the right side of it. Guys, this is an amazing topic, and I enjoy agriculture very much, and I love working with people and going through these things. This is what our two-day fundamental of agronomy is all about going into these things, talking about the relationships, showing why it is that we do what we do, showing people how it is that they're going to do better at this. And make no mistake, I cannot begin to sell you everything that you need. Our company does not do that. We are going to push you to go use other things, to source other products, because it takes an entire package approach. We have a system of our own. But our system involves integrating other things into it to make everything work right. Guys, this is an amazing topic. I hope that this is something that you guys can think about, give some thought to, and reflect on here and say, hmm, maybe we need to think about this and take a look at doing something different. If that's the case, we would love for you reach out to us. We would love to talk to you. Guys, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. We are very excited to get to be a little bitty part of your life. We really want to encourage you to swing by a better way to farm.com, fill out the five questions there and take the profit calculator and see what you can find out there. And we encourage you to swing on over to TikTok for some cheap entertainment. You can start to look for us over on YouTube. And as always, our flagship is and will continue to be our page on Facebook, a better way to farm. Guys, if you find value in what we do, please share it with a friend. We'd really appreciate that. We'd also appreciate it if you could give us a rating. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you're having a better day. A better way to farm.com. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.